0: Hi, I'm Pastor Bill Seng from Faith Presbyterian Church. I'd like to thank you for joining me for today's message. Having a new baby can be a handful. I heard a story about a woman who woke up at 3 o'clock in the morning to change her son's diaper. So she got up, she cleaned the baby, she changed the diaper and was on her way through the kitchen to throw the diaper away in the garage where the trash was. The next morning, her husband woke up first before she was able to wake up. Went downstairs and she was woke up by him calling out to her, Hey honey, I need some help down here. So she woke up, went down the stairs, saw her husband standing in the kitchen, and he said, What is a diaper doing in the sink? I also heard a story about a father with a newborn daughter. In between, His work schedule and taking care of the baby, he was getting about 10 hours of sleep in a five day work week. Well, then one night, his daughter slept particularly well, and so did he. So the next morning, he woke up, he drove to work, and he really thought things were going good until he arrived at work, went up to the company's door, pulled on the door, and noticed it was locked. It was Saturday. It was his day off. Today, we are finally in chapter 2 of Genesis. So we are going to be talking about the Sabbath day today. And that is the day when God took a day off. He rested from all of his work after creating. Genesis 2, 2 2-3 says, By the seventh day, God had finished the work he had been doing. So on the seventh day, he rested from all his work. And God blessed the seventh day and made it holy because on it he rested from all the work of creating that he had done. So God found value in taking a day off, and that is why the Ten Commandments say in Exodus 29 through 11, Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall do, uh, you should not do any work. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea and all that is in them. But he rested on the seventh day. Therefore, the Lord blessed the Sabbath and made it holy. So what does it look like to take a day off? Well, if you really want to get legal about it, if you travel on the Sabbath day, that means that you broke the Sabbath. If you do so much as light light a candle or flick a light switch, you broke the Sabbath. And so there's a lot of things that we have misperceptions about concerning the Sabbath. We think that we are taking a break. We are resting when we are not working our nine to five job. Well, that's not exactly what God had in mind when he said you should not work on the Sabbath. And you can't have someone else do any work on your behalf either. So while you're taking a break, you can't ask somebody else to do your work for you so that you can take a rest. In fact... Leviticus 16.29 says you must deny yourselves and not do any work on the Sabbath. So many people put pressure on themselves to always be busy. The results are that we focus too much on the things that stress us out and not enough on the one who bears our burdens. Let me say that again. The results are that we focus too much on the things that stress us out and not enough on the one who can bear our burdens. Jesus says in Matthew 11, 28 through 30, Come to me, all of you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take up my yoke and learn from me, because I am lowly and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Conversely, John 10, 10, uh, Jesus reveals that The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. Satan wants to destroy your life. He wants to drive us away from God as far as possible and prioritize other things above him. Now, Leviticus is oftentimes a neglected book of the Bible. but It is indeed in Leviticus where it says that we need to deny ourselves and not do any work on the Sabbath day. That's such a wise statement. Not getting enough rest can lead to mood and sleep disorders and anxiety. The National Center for Biotechnology Information and the National Institute of Health reported that nearly five million deaths a year can be attributed to mood and anxiety disorders. WebMD says that even mild anxiety may shorten a person's life. And singlecare.com says that about 31% of adults will experience anxiety at some point in their life and that it's the most common mental disorder in America. In fact, I can think of times in my life where I was working myself to the bone In my attitude I felt great. Nonetheless, I could not hide the effects of what working so hard had on me externally. And so sometimes I'd have somebody come up to me and say, is everything okay? And I would say, yeah, why? And they would say, you look like you're really worn out. And then it all of a sudden it would dawn on me that even though in my attitude, I felt like I was doing really well, that I could not hide the effects that the stress was having on me. God designed us to take a day of rest. Jesus was ahead of the curve by 2000 years when he asked who of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to his life? He also revealed in Mark 2.27 that the Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. It wasn't just religious dogma to have a Sabbath day. It was a prescription from our creator, our designer. But like all things in the Genesis creation account, I believe that even the Sabbath day foreshadows some greater events in human history. The first one, everyone can relate to. In fact, it's not so much as an event in human history as what it is part of living in a fallen world, and that would be death. The passing from this life on to the next. For the believer, though, it's not just death. It is entering into what Hebrews calls the Lord's rest. You might recall the words of a landowner who commended his worker in one of Jesus' parables with the words, well done, my good and faithful servant. With certain people who died during the ministry of Jesus, Jesus oftentimes would say to people, they would bring this up to him, that he would say that they're not really dead, they're just sleeping. Even when Jesus was being crucified, he told the one criminal who hung on a cross beside him that today you will be with me in paradise. And before giving up his spirit, Jesus said, It is finished. All of this imagery indicates that the work of this life will one day be completed and we will enter into the Lord's rest. The seventh day of creation is also a foreshadowing of Jesus' death. When you look at Holy Week, it all makes sense. On Thursday, Jesus was apprehended. On Friday, he was crucified and he died on the cross and he was buried in a tomb. Now what happened on Saturday? On Saturday... His body was inactive. He was dead, and he was inside the tomb, and nothing was happening. And Saturday was the Sabbath day. And it wasn't until the day after that, the first day of the week, on Sunday, that the Lord Jesus Christ would be resurrected. And that is why we call Sunday, the first day of the week, the Lord's Day. There's one more event that day seven of creation points to. It is an event that has not yet happened, uh, and the word for it that we like to use is parousia, the appearing of our Lord Jesus Christ. And when Jesus Christ appears in the sky, he will bring down with him a 1,000-year kingdom. And this 1,000-year kingdom, I believe, is what's being for, one of the things being foreshadowed in the Sabbath day that's acknowledged by God in Genesis chapter 2. And during this time the world will be able to rest from bloodshed, disease, starvation, and all of the other afflictions that cause the earth to suffer. Considering all that the Lord has done for us and the things he will do, it is good to rest on the Sabbath. It is a day that we get to fellowship with God and with other people. It is like we are fasting from life for a day and recalibrating our spirits. After all, God took a day off to be able to rest, and so we shouldn't feel ashamed to be able to do the same. As far as I know, he did not need to take a day of rest. He set the seventh day aside for himself so that the people he created could follow his example. Shabbat Shalom. May the peace of the Sabbath be with you.